Welcome to the Highway Church Podcast. We're excited that you would join us today and hope you're encouraged by the message you hear. If you'd like to know more, visit our website, highway.com.au. Are you ready? Are you ready for God to do something good in your life? I'm ready for God to do something good in my life. I'm excited this morning because, you know, what a powerful name the name of Jesus is. And with Him in our lives, we should be so free. We should be the happiest people on earth. We should be dancing. I'm looking for someone with a bit of color here that might know how to dance because Hayden might be able to. Because you know they say white men can't dance and it's true. I wish I could. I'd love to break out. Just let it all hang out because my Jesus is an awesome God. Why wouldn't we celebrate who He is? He's a great God. He's an awesome God. Do you know, you, you can all be seated. We, we, we got the opportunity to go to a bit of a conference on Friday and Saturday morning. And I was sitting in this conference and the thought came to me, how we take things for granted. You know, if we're in another country where we're being persecuted for our faith and we wouldn't be able to go to places like that and have the freedom to worship God and to celebrate who He is. Even this morning, we're just so blessed to be able to come to church. Can we not take for granted the, the things we have? You know, God's got good things for you for this year. And I, I'm speaking that over every single person here. God's got good things for you this year. This is going to be a great year. I, I'm, I'm speaking out not just in faith, I'm speaking it because it's going to be reality. We're going to have a good year in Him this year. I believe God's going to do some amazing things in, in our lives this year. And I believe we're going to leave the year different people than when we came into this year. Do you say amen to that? Yeah. I really believe it. I, I, it's, it's not just a, a slogan or anything else. I really, really, really believe it. And you know when God speaks to you or you get a thought like that, grab hold of it, run with it. Don't, don't sit back and just let that thought dissipate. Run with what God's spoken to you and watch it happen in front of your very eyes. Well, I've tied the message of, of my, my sermon this morning and my talk this morning, A Life You Will Remember. And I, I was going to get these guys here to play that song, uh, Live a life you will remember. How's it go? My mum and my dad told me that I was just a boy. One day you'll leave this world behind, that's it. And you'll live a life you'll remember. That's right. Do you know the song? You don't remember it? Yeah, but that's got something to do with age. Sorry, I take those words back, Arthur. <laughs> yeah. So maybe the sound crew might want to pull that up. Sorry to put pressure on you while I'm doing this. But, you know, people, are, are we unapologetic about our faith? Are you unapologetic about your faith? Come on, are you unapologetic about your faith? And, and what is your faith? What do you believe? You believe in Jesus? Yeah, that's a good thing to believe in Jesus, yeah. But what does your faith consist of? And what are you unapologetic in? I don't care what anyone else says around me. I don't care what people think. I don't care what my 
family says, whatever says, I'm unapologetic because this is what I believe. I want to be so disciplined and, and so strong in my faith that I'm unapologetic. I believe in miracles. I believe in the power of God. I believe in the Holy Spirit. I believe Jesus Christ came to this earth, died and, and rose again. I believe in all these things. And I'm unapologetic about my faith because I believe he's returning soon. I believe one day I'm going to see him face to face. Do you believe that? Unapologetic about our faith. Authentic about our faith. I don't want to just stand here and put it on. I, I want to be the same person I might not verbalize it the same, but the same person standing out the front or the same person at home, the same person mowing the lawns as what I am here, standing in front of here. I, I want to be authentic in all I do for this year. I want to have real faith to be able to worship. And, and maybe this is a word for some of you this morning. I want to reawaken the things that I've let go to sleep. I've had times, I don't know if you've had times in your life where God's impacted you in in an amazing way. Where you've had a moment where you actually feel God's all over you. And you feel it impact your life in such a mighty way. And and when you leave that place, you're a different person than when you walked in. Have you had that in your life? I've had it at least three times in my life where there's been a supernatural touch of heaven upon my life. And you can't explain it. You, you can't say why it happened, you didn't earn it, nothing happened, but God's power came upon you and it affected your body. You, you either shook uncontrollably or you saw visions or something happened that is just out of this world and it was a supernatural event. And it shifts your focus, it shifts your life irrevocably from that moment on. Have you had that? If you haven't had that, you're going to get it this morning. You're going to get it this morning. You're going to get it this morning. I've got an expectation that God's going to come into the house this morning and he's going to touch you. He's going to change your life. There's going to be a moment in this service where God's going to come and he's going to interact with you one-on-one. It's going to happen to you this morning if you allow God to do it. Actually, I don't even believe you allow God to do it. I believe he's just going to do it anyway. You know, I believe God is coming to you this morning and just as he went to the tomb of Lazarus, who Jesus just said he was asleep. Other people said he was dead. But when he called him to come out, he got up and he came out. And God's voice is going to be over this service this morning and he's going to call some things out of you this morning. I believe it. I believe it. You know, this year we've got some good things coming. We've got ministry training coming this year where we're going to train you up in ministry. We're going to train you up how to walk, walk out your faith, to equip you, to equip the work of the saints, to go in and to carry out good works. We've got ministry training coming up, so watch this space. Before that, we've got a fast coming. Yay! We've got a fast coming. And you know what? We believe in fasting because I believe in breakthrough. I believe that God's going to break through in your life. As, as we lay down some stuff, God's going to break through in your life. Look out for that, that's coming up. If you, if you went to the restrooms this morning, there's a sign on the back of the door. So while you're doing your thing, you can read this. Put it in your phone, do what you have to do. It, it'll tell you what's come out when our fast has come out, Vision Sunday coming up. We're gonna start this year off with a bang this year because I believe, as I said before, you're gonna leave this year different than when you came in this year. Youth is coming to Gilston. We've got some youth leaders that have decided to stand up and take their place. 
So we've got youth coming to Gilston. So if you've got young people in your world, there's going to be a place for them here at Gilston. I love it. This, this church is, is getting equipped. You know, we've got kids' church now. We've got young adults now with Nick and Tracy. Nick and Chelsea. Hi, Tracy. We've got some, some youth leaders who are going to step up. So if, you, if that's a calling upon your life, and as I'm saying this, maybe there's something leaping in your spirit for that, come and see us afterwards because we're going to need more people than just two to run youth because it's going to be so big in this house. So we need workers for this year. We need more workers for our kids' church. I'd encourage you, if you want God to move in your life, step up and step in. Do something. This is a body of believers. It's a church because you are the church. So let's all jump in and do something this year. Um, so I better start what I'm going to say. John 10. If you want to turn to John 10, if you've got a Bible, if you've got your phones, maybe you might want to pull it out. Um, I normally do my phone thing. So John 10, verses 1 to 6, and also verse 10. And it says, Verily, verily, I tell you, Pharisees, anyone who does not enter the sheep pen, by the way, you all know this really well, Anyone who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate but climbs in by some other way is a thief and a robber. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him. The sheep listen to his voice. He calls out his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has bought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. And they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. Jesus used this figure of speech, but the Pharisees did not understand what he was telling them. Lord, bless your word, Lord, we pray as we've read it. And the next scripture is John 10.10. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that they may have life and have life abundantly. If you've got words that are going around in your head, if you've got thoughts that are popping in your head, and the outward working out of those thoughts and words aren't positive, I'd be suggesting they're not from God. So if you've got thoughts that have been, something's been speaking to you this week, it's time to say, I am not going to accept those thoughts. They have not come in through the gate they should have. They've come out over the walls and they're from the enemy. They're not from God. Because my God comes to give life and life more abundantly. My God comes to give us love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness, long-suffering. My God is a God that lifts me up. He does not pull me down. My God is a good God. So if you've come in this morning, you've been listening to a voice that is not the, the voice of our Savior, then I'll tell you that voice, tell that voice to get out. Kick it out. Do what you ever have to do, but kick it out. You know, we've got a bit of a conundrum in this Western world because we like it easy. We like to sit back in our armchairs. We like safety. We like consistency. We like it all planned out. But the end result of that is you get really bored and it actually puts you to sleep. And so... For me, I like to get out and do something exciting. And where's Paul, thank you so much for asking me surfing on Thursday. It was so good to get out and do something that it, it, it was exciting. 
And may I suggest, with your faith, if you sit back and take it easy too long, you're going to get bored and you're going to start to question, where is my God, where is my faith? And it's not that, it's not that God isn't there, it's the fact that you've, you've lulled yourself to sleep. It's time to go out and to start to work out your faith. It's time to step into areas where you're actually uncomfortable and say, God, if you're not here to meet me, I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. I need you, God. I need you. I need you. I need you. I know there's some situations I'm looking around at faces and some people are going through some stuff here where they need God. And it's, it's really, really nerve-wracking, but it's also exciting. And it causes your faith to come alive. So I'd, I'd, I'd ask and, and encourage us all not to sit in that lounge seat this year, but to step into what God wants you to do this year. I don't want to just maintain my life. I want to live my life. I want to follow God more and more and more. So the first verse from the scripture is the sheep listen to his voice. They don't just hear his voice. If you've had kids, you know when, when, when they, kids can actually hear your voice while they're watching TV, but they don't listen to your voice. Kids can actually hear your voice when you're calling them out in the yard and they're, they're playing and they're having a good time. They can hear your voice perfectly fine, but they make a choice not to listen to your voice. And this scripture just doesn't say to hear his voice. It says to actually listen to his voice. Because a lot of us hear it, but then we go on our merry way. Or we just carry on doing what we're doing. Well, can I encourage you, listen to his voice. Listening is, not, is, is actually a doing word, I feel it's a verb. It's not just hearing, but it's actually listening and taking it in, savoring it, allowing it to mull over you. Listen to his voice. Do something, take a discipleship, do some course or something where you're gonna hear his voice. And not only just once, but to keep listening. I was, I was driving my car during the weekend, and I know what you're like, but God speaks to you in various ways. And, and I, I got this picture in my head of an olive tree. And it was an old olive tree, and so I thought, okay, I'm going to go and research this. So I researched about old olive trees. And I researched the, the eight oldest olive trees, three to 5,000 years old. And you realize those 5,000-year-old olive trees are still bearing fruit after 5,000 years. So can I encourage you, if you think your faith is, is dull, keep pressing into God because olive trees, when they put their roots down into the good soil and they stick to what they were always meant to do, which was to make fruit, they start to bear fruit. Same as us, if we stick our feet down with Jesus, we will always bear fruit. If trees can do it after four or 5,000 years, we can do it after 50 years. We can keep doing it consistently through the winter, the months, even though they only bear once a year, winter, spring, summer, and autumn. If our roots are deep, we'll stay alive in him and we'll bear fruit in due season. Can I tell you, not just hearing his voice, listening to his voice. See, he speaks to you individually out of verse three. It says he speaks to them by name. He knows you. As I was saying before, I believe God's going to interact with you this morning. God's going to change your life this morning. Something's going to happen in your life this morning. 
because he knows you personally. Each and every one of you are different. Some of you are going to experience God in a different way. Some of you are going to walk out of here and think that was nothing. But the next day as you start thinking, you're going to start realize that God actually did something for you this morning. God actually changed you this morning without even knowing it. As I said before, my personal encounters have changed my inner being. They've changed me in a way that I didn't, I, I, want, to, I want to experience that more, but that wasn't the change. The change was, I remember, and I've said this to you oh, probably a few years ago now, when I had this experience with God, it was a supernatural experience. No one touched me, no one laid my hands on me. I went, I was in a service and I went to walk out to the front. I didn't even make it to the front. Actually, I did. I walked down the front and went up the side. And I, I couldn't walk anymore and I, I was, some stuff happened anyway. I won't get into it too much. But the next day when I got to work, something shifted. I sat down for my lunch and everybody at the lunch table sat down with me. And they just started asking me about my faith. They sat there. I shared my faith with every single one of them. They were asking questions. What does this mean? What does that mean? Why do I do this? Why do you do that? What is sin? But they asked me all these questions and I, I hadn't changed anything. It was the fact that God's spirit had come and done something in me. And it changed the atmosphere of wherever I went. So when God interacts with you, it's not just for you, it's for the others around you. You suddenly get more of a love for people. You suddenly get more of an attitude to, I want to do something for God. I don't want to sit where I am. And I pray you have an encounter with you with, with this morning that something is going to shift in your life. You know, lately I've been asking for God to give me words of knowledge for people. So it's not just me speaking. Um, but I actually hear from God and then I speak out to, to people what God has told me. And I want to hear his voice. And it says that, that he, he speaks to us. And when he speaks to us, if we listen, not just hear, but if we listen, we can, we can use some of the things he says for other people. Now, a, a, a few thoughts. So how do we do that? And, and, I, and, and this is going to be a quick 30-second ramp down, and I encourage you maybe to do a, do a study on this later on, but how does he speak to us? Some of us, we feel it. Have you ever walked into a room when you walk into a room and all of a sudden you feel depressed? Have you walked into a room and all of a sudden you feel like there's just cold feeling in the room? And you pick up on an atmosphere in that room that is, is not conducive to your faith. Have you walked into a room and all of a sudden your heart bursts out with energy? You get excited just by walking to a room yeah. or speaking with someone and, and something that, that, that's coming off them is hitting you and you just change because of what's in them. And that feeling is, is God speaking to you. Sometimes you might walk into a room and all of a sudden you get a really sore leg as you walk into a room. And what is this? Why have I got a sore leg? Why have I got a sore leg? And in a service, you might say, is there someone here with a sore leg? Well, lo and behold, someone says they've got a sore leg. It was in their knee. Their knee, got, their knee got broken. They had to go for surgery last week. And there's pain in their knee. Well, we curse that pain in Jesus' name. We tell to get off in the name of Jesus. In fact, we speak healing over that leg in Jesus' name. So God speaks to you. Don't, don't ever just say, oh, what was that? God, God, are you speaking to me? God, are you speaking to me? And it gets exciting when God actually speaks to you and you hear his voice and you speak it out and you start to have this connection with God. 
It's not just something that comes, and I believe God speaks through his word. By the way, everything lines up with his word. But it's not just reading his word and his, his word, yeah, it speaks to you. But it's more than that. It's you personally hearing from God. So you might feel it. The other thing is you might see it. And I heard this a while ago too. Can I get everyone to close their eyes? Close your eyes. Can you imagine an elephant? Whatever that looks like to you, can you imagine an elephant? Can you imagine its legs? The way it walks? Can you imagine its trunk? The way its trunk sits? Can you imagine his ears? Can you imagine the color, the size of the elephant? You got that picture in your mind? You've all got a picture of an elephant? Okay, now everyone open their eyes. Now you, you, you all have that picture of an elephant. Can you still see that picture of elephant in your mind? Who here can still see it in their mind, that picture that you? Well, if you remember what that felt like to have that picture in your mind, if a picture like that pops in your mind, don't negate it. You might walk in somewhere and you might just see a, suddenly a sunset, or that, that, not in your eyes or whatever, but it's in your mind, you'll see a sunset. And you say, God, what is that? What is that? God, what are you speaking to me about? And I'm not saying about getting freaky, but when it happens, sometimes you question it, but you know it's God. So do not negate God speaking to you, because he speaks more than we ever hear. Because we're just not listening. We're just not listening. Maybe you read it, so you can feel it, you can see it, you can read it. Sometimes it might be words written on a page. I've never had this happen to me, but some people actually see words written on, on, a, on a wall. Has, has anybody here ever seen words? One, two, three, four. Actually seen five, seen words. See, God speaks. And, and sometimes, I've, I've never had this, but people see actually words written on a wall in front of them. Or, the, or they'll, be, they'll come, in to, come in to speak to someone, and as they go to, to walk up to someone or a situation, it's like a scrolling sign that runs across their eyeballs and says something. Boy, I wish that was me. That'd be fantastic. But once again, do not negate that. So you can feel it, you can see it, you can read it. Sometimes you think it. You get an impression. I actually went up to, on Friday morning, I went up to a, a, a pastor's meeting. And I, I shook the hand of this pastor. And as I shook his hand, this word popped in my head. And I didn't get the chance to share it to him because the conversation went on. I went up to him afterwards and I said, God's got a word for you. And I just gave him that word. So do not negate these things that happen. If, if, it's, if it's wrong... First, run it through the filter. Does it align with God's word? Is it going to lift people up and not tear them down? Is it going to build them up? Because if, if you go to someone and say, God loves you, you can't go wrong, can you? You can't go wrong. If it's positive and you're going to say positive and uplifting someone, even if you get it wrong and it wasn't God, what is it going to hurt? But if it is God, it's going to change their life forever. And as we speak to you this morning, as we pray for you this morning at the end of what I'm speaking, can you say, God, will you speak to me? Will you empower me for this year? The last, the last word, so feel it, see it, read it, think it. And the last one is to dream it. I, I get some dreams and some of them are really clear. actually gets some really good dreams. I, I get some dreams that more my, my dreams are about motorbikes or surfing or blah, blah, blah. <laughs> sometimes they're not. Sometimes I get dreams 
But my, my thing is, is I forget it. And I say this to Claire all the time, I, 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 my phone is, it used to be beside my bed, now it's on a dresser. But I've got to get up, the moment I, I get up and I've got to sort my mind, I've got to run to my phone and type it in really, really quick. Because if I wait five minutes, it's gone. And I just can't remember it, it's gone. So God speaks to you in dreams. Isn't it such a great thought that God can actually speak to you individually? So for 2023, not just hear his voice, listen to his voice. Listen to his voice, because he's going to speak to you individually. And with that, that word that he's spoken to you, he doesn't just speak to you. It says in verse 3 once again, he leads them out. He actually goes before them. So this year, if you're going to step into something new, can I encourage you, God is actually going to go before you. If you feel like you've got a word from God, God is actually going to go before you. He's not just going to speak to you and leave you there and run off. He's going to go before you. It says he sets up a table before us in the presence of my enemies. He's actually there. Can you imagine a table and he's sitting back having a good feed in the presence of his enemies? And he's inviting you to sit at this table. He's got all the provision you need, look, you need. Even when you're with your enemies, he's there for you. And I know there's a few people here follow Dave Adamson. Aussie Dave, I know Josh does. And he said something the other day, he said, communication is great, but to commune is better. When we hear his voice, do we follow it? Do we commune with it daily to commune with him? So he leads them out, he goes ahead of them. If we follow his lead, I don't know what you're like, but I find it so exciting when when I go out and I step into what he wants me to do. It actually exhilarates me, it fills my tank to know that, that God has actually spoken to me or I'm going out and I'm doing something for him. Something that is going to change the lives of others. I, I love it. Church on Sunday morning. I, I love church Sunday morning. I love meeting with all of you Sunday morning. I get up on Sunday morning, it, it set me alarm for five o'clock. And I get up and I get ready and I, I get here early and I, and I try and pray and I do a few things before everyone gets here. But I love Sunday morning. I love getting the opportunity to worship with everyone here. To open up the word of God with you all. I love it because it fuels my tank for the rest of the week. Sometimes when I leave church, to be quite honest, I'm pretty tired. Because <laughs> words aren't my thing. And, and by the time you've spoken to people for two or three hours, sometimes I'm pretty flat. And I go home and I have a rest. But even though I'm flat, I'm exhilarated because I've spent time with you and time with God. I love church. So live a life you will remember. When you get to heaven, would it be so good not to have any regrets? To live a life that I've remembered. To live this year that this year is going to be a year that I'm going to remember. This year is going to be a year that I do not want to forget. Because this year has been such a great year. It's been an awesome year. I've managed to walk with God in a way that I never thought possible this year. I've managed to do things that weren't in me this year. Because, you know, as I've told you many times before, when I was younger, I was a stutterer. I couldn't stand in front of people. If you'd told me I was going to do this, I would have laughed in your face. And yet here I am, I can stand here. Sometimes I get scared. Sometimes not. But God can transform us. And whatever you think is your inability, 
And in fact, I think God uses this most of the time, that when you're, you're not very good at something, that's exactly where God wants you to be. And he builds you up in that thing because you can't rely on yourself, you've got to rely on him. And it's him that's changed you and shifted you. I hope this year is a life that you get to enjoy life. Get to have some fun. Get to enjoy life in in God. Celebrate him. I love the moments where I'm soft before him and I hear his voice and I get to lift up my hands and and just let him speak to me. But I also love the times I get to jump up and down and I I get to dance before him even though I can't dance. I get the opportunities to to express myself in a way before him. So can I tell you, can I ask you all this morning, if you want to go through this year and live this this year well, what are you going to change? What are you going to shift? What do you have to intentionally do that this year is going to be a life that is so productive for me? A life where I'm going to walk with God, a life that I'm not going to step back, but a life where I'm going to step in this year. That we carry the joy of our faith wherever I go, we carry the spontaneity of our faith wherever we go, because God is leading us out, because do you know what? You are called. He's He's spoken to you, he's actually leading you out, so that means you actually are called, you actually are chosen. Don't think you're not because you actually, all of you are called and all of you are chosen, every single one of you. All of you have been made for purpose. So follow his voice. In Exodus 33, 15, Moses is speaking to the people and he said, he said to God, if your presence does not, does not go with us, do not send us up from here. I don't want to go anywhere without his presence. Uh, even in the, the tough times, I want to be, have his presence all over me to strengthen me. I, I don't want to go anywhere without your presence, God. I don't want to do anything without your presence, God. I don't want to make it up. I don't want to do it out of my own strength, Lord. I, I want to do it with you. I want to partner with you and I want your presence to go with me wherever I go, Lord, and whatever I say. I don't want to offend you, Lord God. I don't want to take you for granted, Lord God. I don't want to miss an opportunity that you've given me, Lord God. I want to, want to walk in your presence. I want your presence to be all over me, Lord God, and to, to hear you, to feel you, Lord God. I'm going to step in by faith, Lord God, and even though I might not feel you, I'm going to believe, Lord, that you're with me. Let your presence go with me wherever I go, Lord, I pray. See, we're made in his likeness to be creative. There's a story... Man, I got it's a story in England, and they asked all the, the, the bus drivers why they were so late. And all the bus drivers said, It's because we've got to pick up people. We're late because we've got to pick up people. You know, they were trained to be bus drivers. They're driving a bus. The bus was built to carry people. And because things were wrong, they said, We just got to pick up people. Can we never be like that? You're designed for purpose. Can we never be like the bus drivers that blame the people, even though that's what they're designed for? Can we not blame God? Can we not blame others? Can we step into what God wants us to be? Because we're meant to love God and love others. Not to go away from our original design. It's time to say, pick me, I'm available. You know, you can always tell the heart of a transformed person, one that's heard the voice of God and actually listened to the voice of God because they want to help others. They can't help themselves. When people cry, they cry. 
When people laugh, they laugh. When people are hungry, they feed them. I was driving to church this morning and there were 30 or 40 push bikers on the top of the hill at Gilston. And the thought ran in my mind straight away, do any of them know Jesus? And probably if I was more bold, maybe I could have stopped the car on the side of the road and while I was sitting there in their lycra and said, do you know Jesus? And I felt this pain that they might, they might not know him the way I know him. See, Acts 20, 24 says, whoever I consider my life worth nothing to me, my only aim is to finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me, the task of testifying to the good news of the grace of God's grace. So to live a life you will remember this year. Can the, can the worship team just come up? We want, we want to, I've asked some people to come forward and to pray for people who would like this, but we would like to pray for a commissioning for you this year. We would like to pray that you're going to hear God's voice this year. We'd like to pray that you're going to have a divine encounter, even as you stand here this morning, in some way in your life, that something is going to change and shift in your life this morning, because I believe in encounter. I believe in those divine moments. I believe in those moments where God comes and shifts. I believe, like I said before, maybe it might be God's going to heal your body in some way this morning. It might be that God is going to shift your mindsets in a way this morning. It might be that something's going to be broken off. It might say that God's going to speak to you and inspire you for something you're going to do this year. It might be the fact you're going to go home and you're going to love your wife more or your husband more. Maybe you're going to love your kids more. Something is going to shift in your life as we pray for you this morning. And the way to do that, and just so you know, we're going to keep scripturally accurate, in 2 Timothy 1 verse 6, it says, For this reason, I remind you to flam and to flame the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of hands. I believe in the laying on of hands. In Acts 8.17, it says, When Peter and John placed their hands on them, they received the Holy Spirit. Maybe you, maybe, I don't know, maybe you need to find Jesus this morning. Maybe you don't know this God that I'm talking about this morning. And maybe you just need him. Maybe you need the reality of that God in your life. The power and the authority of God in your life. The strength and stability of God in your life. The love of God in your life. Maybe you need that this morning. And we're going to pray you find that this morning. I don't know, I don't know all of you, but I pray you find that this morning. In Acts 28.8, it says, His father was sick in bed from fever and dysentery. Paul went in to see him and after prayer placed his hands on him and healed him. So as you come forward this morning, we're going to place hands on you. Not that we carry anything special, but somehow God in his mercy and his grace, he flows through people and touches others. Can you imagine we're all on the same level here? But some of us have broke through and God can flow in certain ways through their lives. And I've called people out because these people I know have been broken through in some areas. That we may live this year, live a life that we remember.
So first of all, but before we do that, can I ask that anybody who's a teacher, a counsellor, a helper at school, does school breakfasts, can you stand this morning? Everybody who's involved with kids in some way, can you stand this morning? And can I ask if you're close to these people, can you just put, the, put your hands on them this morning? Because the kids are going back to school on Monday. And I want these people to carry something of the touch of God for those kids. The world is preaching a gospel at the moment that is not good. That these ones might have divine appointments and opportunities to change these young people's worlds. So God, Lord, I pray for every one of these people that stood up, Lord. And I ask, Lord God, Lord, that your spirit would come upon them and arrest them, Lord, I pray. I pray, Lord God, Lord, that you give them divine opportunities, Lord God, to speak to, these, to our kids, Lord, I pray. That they would change the atmosphere of the school or whatever organization they're in. And God, Lord, as they even walk into classrooms and rooms, that there be a shift of atmosphere, there be something of your peace come, Lord, that these kids would start to have an appetite for you without even knowing it, Lord, I pray, because of what they carry. I pray, Lord, for your wisdom to be upon them. I pray, Lord, you'd speak to them, Lord, I pray, Lord, that they would speak to our kids, Lord, and lead them in the ways and wills of God, Lord, I pray. Let your hand be all over them, Lord. Lord, let your love and your mercy and your grace flow out of them, Lord, to our children, Lord, I pray. And let them know, Lord, that they're called. Let them know, Lord, you have a plan and a destiny for their life, Lord. And let that touch the kids, Lord, as they go into the different situations they're in, Lord, I pray. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, we're going to sing a song. Actually, before that, I'd like to give it someone, anyone here an opportunity if they want to rededicate their life back to God. Is there anybody here? Anybody here would like to do that? To have a relationship with God? Anybody here at all? If you lift your hand, we'll, we'll see it. God will see it. Anybody here at all? Great, you all know God. You know, if you all know God now, you all should be hungry. You all should be hungry. You all should be hungry for God. You all should be saying, God, I just need you more because I don't know what it's like for you, but when I eat that honey, I want more honey. When I have that chocolate, I want more chocolate. When I've experienced God, I want more, more of you, God. And, and not just for me, I want it to flow out through me to others, Lord. I want you to empower me, Lord God, so when I, when I go out, I can empower others. God, will you touch me that, God, you'd speak to me, Lord, in those dreams. Just like we saw that picture of that elephant, Lord God, you'd speak to me, Lord God. Give me pictures, give me dreams. Speak to me, Lord, I pray, that I might speak to others. God, give me the gifts, Lord, of, the, the gifts, Lord, of healing, Lord God. The gifts of an apostle, the gift of a teacher, the gift of an administrator, whatever it may be, Lord. Will you help me to flow in that gift this year, Lord, stronger than what I ever did? Will you empower me in my workplace, Lord, I pray? Will you empower me and my family that there be peace in my family, Lord?
So can we all stand this morning? And those people that I asked to come out, can you just come out now and stand at the front? And we're going to, if you want to, if you feel led to, that you'd come out and we're going to pray for you. We're going to pray that there's going to be some sort of impartation upon your life. And you're going to leave this place different. Let me tell you once again, if you don't feel anything, I'm not a feeler. I do occasionally, but I'm not a feeler. I step out by faith and God meets me in that place. Sometimes I feel his presence and, and Clearo says to me, you, 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 know, you feel God much more than what you think. I know, I know God's in the house though sometimes. And even now I feel it. My emotions get stirred because I can feel God's presence here in the house right now. So I don't know, whatever you, you think you need, whatever you would like, whatever you want to be empowered in, whatever you need breakthrough in, we'd like to pray that the anointing of heaven be over you. I know Graham and Val here, they carry a special anointing. It's for covenant relationship. If you need to know God like you've never known him before, I'd encourage you to come to these two. You'll leave. You will leave different. You will leave different. You will leave different. Something will change. Something will shift. No pressure, but if you'd like to get prayed for this morning, we'd open this up. We're only going to do this for five minutes, and then we're going to go on for the rest of our service. Well, you never know. If God breaks out, we could be here for hours. God, I don't want to limit you. I don't want to limit you, Lord God. Lord, if you want to break out in joy in this place, Lord, I give you permission. If you want to break out in singing, Lord, singing, Lord God, I give you permission. If people here want to break out and dance, Lord, I give you permission, Lord. Lord, if tears flow, Lord God, I give you permission to move how you want to move, Lord, to do what you want to do upon us, every heart, every mind, every soul in this place. And we invite you, Holy Spirit, to come and to move in this house, Lord. Let the atmosphere of heaven be upon this place, Lord, I pray, that as we pray for people this morning, they would hear your voice. They would listen to your voice. And they'll be changed irrevocably this morning, Lord, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you'd like to get in contact with us or find out more about Highway Church, go to highway.com.au.